You're listening to Japanese Baptist Church in Seattle, Washington. So, before I ease into the message, I just wanted to share a little bit about what I've been going through these past couple of months.、Uh, it's hard to believe, but it's been half a year since we've been doing this online format. And a lot of、uh, my week was. Actually, preaching and recording a message alone by myself、uh, in the Nichigo Chapel, and then、uh, just getting it ready, and then I have to upload it into the cloud, if some of you understand what that means. And it's in the storage, and then we have to like chase all these people at the church to give their contributions. And then we all have to download this from the cloud and then edit it together by Sean or either Paul. And then it gets more complicated if we want to have it bilingual, so Paul was helping us with that aspect. And then we just tie it together in a video and then we upload it again into Facebook and upload it into YouTube. And then everyone watches it and they don't realize that it's been just hours and hours of different people contributing each week. And each week has been a scramble just to do this. And then that would be nice if that's all there was to church, but there's so many other things going on at church that we still have to deal with. So that was a lot. But you know, it's funny. After half a year doing that, you start getting used to it.、Uh, I like to kind of tell people it's like, well, what if you lived in、um, a house with no ceiling and it was raining all the time? After some time, you might be like, you know, I could get used to this. And then you just kind of want to sit here. But then you know that God is still calling you forward to continue to grow. So now we've moved this new format. We had to learn this new program of how to broadcast live from the studio. And that's a whole other thing. And then we had to learn about technology, getting our internet and all this equipment set up. Was a whole other thing. And so it almost feels like now I'm moving from a house with no ceiling to now a house with no door. So it's great now we have a ceiling, but now we have no door. <laughs> and it gets really exhausting. And I'm just sharing this、uh, story with you because I wonder if this is how some of you may feel.、Um, the first month of the quarantining and staying in place, you might have been thinking, like, okay, just survive, get through this week, and hopefully it'll get better. And then you continue to get news. That things are going to be difficult for a long time. And then maybe there's something in you that just starts to get start to get a rhythm finally. Even though it's not an ideal rhythm, you found some kind of rhythm. And then you find out, perhaps, for some of the parents, that you're not going back to school how you remember you're going back to school. So、uh, your children learning homeschooling and all of these things with technology, you've got to just、uh, adopt a whole new set of skills. Depending on what your work is, some people's work has completely changed.、Um, I can tell you that technology is much more at the center of what we're doing at JBC than ever before. But some people, it hasn't changed that much. I don't know what it's like for you. You know, and there, maybe there was like, oh, it just took so long to just get to this one plateau, and now we've got to change again. And I wonder if this might be even what we're feeling as a church is that, oh, it's. Taken us so long to get here, can't we just stay like this? Why do we have to keep growing? Why do we have to keep changing? And I understand it's a very frustrating process, and I can tell you for sure it's something that I feel very strongly every day. And I want to say this to you because I'm just going to be honest as a pastor. I've been trying to do the research, we've had the town hall meetings, we've done the surveys. And as I shared at the town hall meeting, it's very likely that we will not be coming back as a full gathering into our church for a long time. We're going to explore possibly in the future, maybe having a small contained group that can sign up and visit us in services while I'm preaching live.
but that's still a little ways off. And so I wanted to say this to prepare JVC is that actually we're not done yet. We're still on the way. And that can be frustrating for some people. And maybe some of you have the question, well, what should we be doing while we're waiting until we can start doing church again? But I want you to let go of that kind of understanding and to realize that actually we are being church right now. And maybe we're not meeting how we used to like. Maybe we're not meeting in this beautiful sanctuary. Maybe we don't get to see the band or the choir live like we used to. But we are still meeting in Christ. We are still being a church. And I want to just remind you again, in case you've forgotten, God is still God. God is still present. God is still moving. I can tell you that this is a very hard time for me as a pastor. I have never faced a challenge like this before. I've never been trained for a, a pandemic. I can tell you some of my colleagues, uh, we're all just so burnt out. This is very hard times to just be a dad, to be a friend, and then to be a pastor on top of all that is extremely difficult to be facing these challenges. And you can kind of wonder, like, what are we going to do? But today, I want to bring us back to this very important verse in Matthew chapter 6, to seek first the kingdom of God. Let me give you a little context about this. If you know Matthew chapter 5, it's the famous Sermon on the Mount by Jesus. And what this sermon is about is Jesus speaking to the multitudes and saying, this is what the kingdom of God looks like. And if you read through all of Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6, it's this beautiful flow where he's painting this picture of God's kingdom, and it's a surprising one. It's a kingdom that is very uncomfortable sounding because he's saying the ones who are blessed in this kingdom are the poor. Uh, the ones who are blessed are the meek, um, the ones who are persecuted, the ones who are longing. These are the ones that are in God's kingdom. And so what Jesus continues to do in chapter 5 and into chapter 6 is he begins to deconstruct what we think a kingdom looks like. He talks about the kingdom of the world, and he talks about the kingdom that we create out of religions of this world, that we create a, just a, a, a a worldly Christian view that is actually not what is on God's heart. And that's why Jesus says in this chapter, I want you to know I'm not here to blow up the scriptures. I'm not here to, um, to refute the scriptures, but I'm here to fulfill them. And so what Jesus is saying, I'm trying to get you back in line to know what does it mean to be following the kingdom of God? What does it mean to pursue the kingdom of God? And so you can imagine a lot of people hearing this is that, oh, I thought I was following the kingdom of God, and now I'm seeing that I wasn't. And that might just fill you with a lot of anxiety. Maybe some of us with the pandemic are realizing that maybe my life with God has not been following God as I had thought. And our whole world is being turned upside down. So is it any wonder then, Matthew chapter 6 goes further to say, don't worry. You know, people in this world, they run after all kinds of things but God knows what you need. And so I want to say to JBC right now, and to myself, there are so many things to run after right now. There are so many things exposing our inadequacies and our insecurities. There are so many places of pain right now. But Jesus says to all of us in Matthew chapter 6, seek first the kingdom of God.
and everything else will be added unto you as well. If you seek first the kingdom and God's righteousness, all of these things will be given to you as well. And what Jesus is saying, you don't have to run after a million things. Run after the one thing, and all of those things will follow suit. Because when you follow this one thing, everything else begins to make sense. I want to say this to you as fellow believers in Christ. It might feel like you have a million things that you've got to do. You've got to learn technology in a new way. You've got to figure out how to parent in a new way. You've got to learn how to be uh, an employee or an employer in a whole new way. It's exhausting and it's painful. Take a moment to just pull back and to seek first God's kingdom. And then you'll begin to see how the overflow of that will begin to speak into all of these million other things that you have to look after. And I want to say this to us as a church. To seek first the kingdom of God. And I want to tell you this has been the calling of JBC from the very beginning, 121 years ago, to now and always. If we have a pandemic or if we don't have a pandemic, we are always called to seek first the kingdom of God. And then everything that JBC does from week to week, which is many, which are, which are many things, those things will fall into place and we'll get the right perspective. So as we start this slight new season of ministry, I want to encourage all of us to think again about seeking first the kingdom of God. And if I can just speak again what I said in the newsletter and also in the town hall and at the diaconate meeting, is that these are the three things that I want us to stay faithful to as a church to, because these three things keep us pursuing the kingdom of God. And the first thing is worship because worship is the center of who JBC is. I know JBC has many identities. We do many things. But I want to tell everybody and I want to tell the world the JBC is all about God, is all about Jesus Christ, is all about the Holy Spirit and the Father. JBC's very identity doesn't exist unless we realize that we are here for God. That the whole purpose of why we're here is to gather around God, to recognize God's presence in our community, to enjoy, to appreciate, to come close to God because that is the wellspring of all that we do. JBC has done many things. We've been an anchor for, for an Asian American community. We've been an anchor in social justice in some ways. We've done many things. We've been a community of safe friends. And I'll talk about that in a moment. But the first thing we have to realize, first and foremost, is that we are about worship. And as we pursue the kingdom of God, we must remember that we must pursue worship. Now I want to talk about the second thing that we must pursue if we're going to pursue the kingdom is that we have to pursue inreach. And what I mean by inreach is that we have to love the family of God. John says in the first letter to John is that if we say that we love God and we don't love our neighbor and our brother and sister, then we're liars. You see, the way that we love God is that we're loving one another. 
we have to reach out and stay connected. And I know now more than ever, it's hard to do that. The membership committee is working so hard to figure out ways to get connected. But you can't rely on a committee to do this. All of us have to do our part to remember those in our community, to let them know that they are known and loved. Friends, we have to remember that worship to God is not just about coming into a YouTube channel and just hearing things about scripture, but it's about thinking and loving practically in a very real way the people around us. We have to pursue worship. We have to pursue inreach. And the last thing I want to talk about is we have to pursue outreach. And what do I mean by outreach? Outreach is the movement that we do to help people outside of the JBC family. The people in Yesler Terrace, the people in the city of Seattle, as Gordon and Leanne shared, the people in the nations. And I know that is a hard thing in itself. I was at a Bible study, I remember very distinctly, where someone was saying, like, can't we just, can't God, isn't God okay with just um, us just loving God and then just taking care of our family and our friends? I mean, can't we just do that? Because it's so much work just to do that. And I feel like when my friend was saying this in the Bible study very honestly, he was just so tired and exhausted. But the calling of God is that our love is called to have no boundaries, to pour out into the world around us. And yes, it can be extremely exhausting, but that's why we need the help of the Holy Spirit, the help that God offers us. That as we love God, as we love not just the JBC family, but the family beyond, then we truly become a church that is pursuing the kingdom of God. That is why we care about issues of social justice, this isn't just something that is a fad or a trend. Some pastors may accuse, some churches are like, oh, why are you getting involved in these issues outside of your church? I mean, just stay close to the gospel. But friends, the gospel takes you out into the world. If you have a gospel that is not reaching the current needs and issues and injustices of our current time, then it's not the gospel. First John says, then you're a liar. Because if you're not loving your neighbor, then you're not loving God. If you love God, you will love your neighbor. There's no distinction. And when you learn that these two things are one, loving God and loving neighbor, then you are starting to live out the kingdom of God. You are beginning to pursue the kingdom of God. And that is what I am asking of JBC, to continue the work of pursuing the kingdom of God. Yes, we've never had a coronavirus in history before, but history has told us that the church has gone through many, many serious things. The church has gone through pandemics before. Our history has been littered with pain and tragedy and trauma and upturning of the world. But in every season of the church, we have always been called to pursue the kingdom of God. To every generation of church, Jesus has said to us, don't worry, your Heavenly Father knows what you need. Friends, I love you so much, and I am here for you. But more importantly, I want you to know that God is here for you, just as Gordon and Leanne shared today. That God will not leave you alone. God is calling out to all of us today to renew our commitment to pursue the kingdom of God.
May you be filled with a hope and a comfort knowing that you're not alone in doing this. Let's be faithful. Let's press in. Here we go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.